Oh boy, this is True Bloods, the number one Sydney Swans fan podcast, and today on the show we'll be discussing the Swannies' loss to the Richmond Tigers. The derby this Saturday night against JWS, as well as everything else, Sydney Swans. My name's Tommy Flanagan. I'm joined tonight in the Podular Media Studio, as always, by Madison Clark and Dave Baxter. No Ben Andrew tonight. Two weeks in a row for That'd Benny. That'd be right, yeah. Come on, Benny. He's just taken the 10-day break in his stride and uh, shot up the coast. Got a lift, Benny. Uh, fellas, it was a night of brutal realisations down at Marvel. Pathetic, Tommy. On Saturday, yeah. We watched the club fall into the pit of despair and uh, we're all a little bit upset about it. It's uh, not what we're accustomed to. I'm sick of it. I'm sick to death of it. This is worse for mine than... The 2017-0-6, by far. Oh, yeah. Yeah, by, by a long way. We're yeah. playing pathetic for... I mean, we're, yeah, we're putting in effort. You could, we, Sure, but we're still not winning. We're still so far off winning football games, and, and I'm bloody sick of it. The thing is, even when we were Norton 6 um, in 2017, there, there was a real competitiveness about yep. the football that we are yep. playing, and there didn't seem to be such a gap between us and the real quality side. Of the we look like a soft, weak Neeful side. We do. That's the word, Neeful side, and that's just not acceptable in uh, in current footy. You can't be a, a full step below, and that's that's how we're going at the moment. So it's not good. It's not. It's not, boys. And the key word that I keep coming back to is execution on the weekend, and that just lacked in mm. epic proportions. We had... More disposals than Richmond. Have you ever seen a 37 more ineffective disposals from Jake Lloyd? Yeah, Maybe the week before. Yeah, look, I'm not going to whack Lloydy. <laughs> I'm whacking him. Yeah, and it's, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's not uh, deserved, but I'm not going to whack him personally. I'm going to whack this game style that we're playing with. It's, it's dumb football. Mm. It's very dumb, Tommy. And the, this is the thing. We, we're trying to take on the game off half-back, but we're not giving it to the man who's working to the right areas. It's just a, oh, I've got to get rid of the ball. Hot potato. Hot potato, exactly right. And it's not the, the smart kick on the 45 with the guy running past who can hit up a target um, up the ground. It's just putting a bloke under pressure. And it, it's getting ridiculous, boys. Like we, We've had 80 more touches, more kicks, more handballs, Yet, we've lost the inside 50 count by 20. Yeah, hand it to the bloke who's flat-footed to just get crunched. It's, we're, not, we're not using handballs to release people. That's, that's the whole point of handballs. When it's hotly contested, you, you handball out, release someone, so you can get an inside 50. There was none of that. It was handball to wherever there's another guy because I don't want to take the risk and do anything with it myself. It was pretty, pretty hard to watch. They looked weak. They looked like... Insipid the, time. The, 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 there was a real... Um, yeah, the, Richmond Richmond looked like a much bigger, stronger, more they powerful clean. side. They used the footy the well. It was very simple. Now, we played into their hands, though. This is where you have to think. Richmond are that high-pressure team which bought their A game in that 2017 grand final. Was it 2017? Yeah. yeah, 2017, where they played that high-pressure footy, and that's what they played against us, and the, and the brand of footy that we played was right into their hands. They were, they were just putting the two, three blokes at the ball carrier, and we're just turning it over. But that discrepancy in, in inside 50s just shows where the ball was a lot of the time. It's from the middle backwards. We're not getting it past that middle line. Yeah. And, and 
some, another stupid stat, which is just unheard of. 81 of Richmond's 89 points were directly from turnover. The butcher show. If that doesn't speak volumes to the club, it's it's got to stop. That You can't play that football and expect to get results, boys. Here's one. We dropped Nick Blakey, right, for Ryan Clark. Nick Blakey is one of the only blokes on our list at the moment who can kick. Why don't we move him to halfback? Why don't we move him to the wing instead of bringing in another bloke who can't kick? Exactly. Or, like, I, I, I get exactly what you're saying there, Tommy, and look what one of the shining lights from the weekend Jordan Dawson did. Put mm. on the put on the wing, a little bit of freedom. The man goes out and has 30-odd touches, plays his, probably his best game for the club. And, and look, 11 marks too. He, he was damaging, he, and he is good by foot. It was, it was really good to see, and he, he was one of the good things to come out of the weekend. But this this turnover style of footy that we're playing, it's got to start, and it comes down to the execution. You are an AFL player that is getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to play a game that a lot of people just play for fun and pay money to play. You cannot be turning the ball over like we are, in in especially in the the position on the ground that we're turning it over for it to go up the other end and. And so quickly, too. It, it was. It was just terrible spots to be turning the ball over. And another damning stat, and this is what I sort of look at when well, you've got those statistics that are barometers that you look at and you go, okay, well, if, if we're up in this sort of aspect, we, we must be doing okay. And this is damning for mine because when we won each of the times we've been in the grand final or won a flag, our numbers in this have been great. It's tackles inside 50. Yeah. We had two tackles inside 50 the whole time. The whole game, we had two. That is so damning, it's not even funny. When we've got the ball in there, We've got capable people in there, and I you point the finger at Sam Reid by all means because it needs to be kept in there, and no one's putting their hand up to do it. Seemingly, uh, I've got, I'm going to whack this bloke, and he's probably our best buddy player, and I think you know who I'm talking about his buddy. He looks like a bloke who, yes, he's kicked the four goals and he, <laughs> he's played stats wise. He looks okay. But watching him at Marvel on Saturday, he's starting from behind consistently, expecting to get that easy over the ball, over the back mark. And his forward pressure is somewhat disgraceful. Well, obviously non-existent. It's, it's non-existent. And, and that stat, he's got it. Yeah, he's not that high-pressure player inside the 50. That falls on Ronk and those guys. But Buddy's a leader in that team, and he's got to lead by example. If I'm Bud, though, I'm so frustrated with the bullshit game style that we refuse to choose, for, refuse to change for the last three years. And why would you give us stuff that's, anymore? That's not an excuse. You can't, boy. You can't just give up. You're on 1.5 million dollars a season. You have to be doing everything, which he does. He does, but it, it's it was just so noticeable on the weekend. Just it's it's not for mine. It's not laziness. It's just he's he's just not. It's like his heart's not quite there at the moment. Yep. And he's got to be better in that pressure. Because he's quick. He's got good closing, which we did see up in the back half. He did do a, a nice running run-down tackle when he sort of he, he puts it, he puts the blinkers on, he finds that player, and he's going to mow him down. We need that consistently up in the in the forward 50 to lock that ball in. Because as Mads has said, two tackles inside 50 for a whole game, you're not going to win games of footy. Considering we had the ball 42 times inside 50. Compa- to only have two tackles. It's no, there's no, no wonder why we lost the game. Because they, they're just walking it out of there. It's going in, coming straight back out. For mine though, I don't think you can... I think you can whack the... Pl- even, even though the execution... We've touched on the execution and very well-made points... But I don't think you can whack the players when the problem comes from higher up, and it's like the mental weight of having to deal with the nonsense from above. Is, Name names, uh, coaching group. We're, we're, we're running with a rubbish game style at the moment. We have for, I mean, last year we had the depth to look all right with it, and. Now the game start. Now the game has changed with this six 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 rule, 
and our game style completely doesn't stand up. We've got a younger playing list than what we did last year. We got smacked out of the middle too. Smashed. Smashed. Senate around the ground, we're okay, clearance-wise, but out of the middle, something it was 17 to 8. And I don't Just think, to touch on your point of the 666. And, yeah. and I don't think it's an effort thing either. Like no. The players are give, giving it a crack. They're still giving it a crack, but they, the as you said, the execution, the decision-making, trying to follow this rubbish game style is very poor. Well, what would you say our game style is, Tommy? Oh, I'll, I think we're still trying to get number, numbers, numbers behind, behind the, ball. Numbers behind the yeah. ball, work it out wide, go long down the line, and try and pick our way through with... I mean, on, on the weekend, at least there was a endeavour to try and link up and run by hand. The execu- execution was terrible. Mm. But I, I didn't mind the endeavour to try and... You use that handball through the corridor. It's take just, take on the game as such. Yeah, take yeah. on the game. I, I, it, it was just uh, you know too many handballs to blokes who were flat footed. And I said we looked weak, but, and that's not from a effort standpoint. It's just no. But, that's a game plan. Yeah, it, it makes us look weak. Absolutely. Yeah. Just to touch on your point there, I'm sick of people whacking Zach Jones because yeah. he's the only person trying to take on the game. Yeah, he's going to get caught. We've always said it. He's always a chance of getting caught or turning it over. And the, the probably the most damning statistic, Deeps, is their scores from turnovers. Oh, there's no doubt, Matt. And I'm totally on, on your side there with whacking Zach Jones. You can't. He's one of the blokes, one of the only blokes in our team who is capable of pulling off that run and hitting that target. Yeah, he's going to turn the ball over as any player is, but he has the guts to chuck the ball under his wing, put in a, a quick 15, have a bounce, and hit a target. Yeah, you can't whack a bloke for really giving it a go like Same like with that. Papley. If you, if, you do, if you do ticks and crosses for the year, you probably go Jones, Rampy. Papley. Papley. O-Flow. Flow, yeah. They all get ticks. Yeah. Everyone else, I mean, like, you know, you've seen little bits and pieces. Like Heaney, Sinclair, Franklin, Kennedy, Parker, none of them yeah, are Yeah, but not, their not best. consistent. Yeah, that's the thing. You can bob yeah. up and... You know, oh, Aaliyah, had give that. him a tick. Yeah, Aaliyah yeah tick. sure. Heaney had that outlier, but he isn't even at 50% of what his potential is. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. The guy's a freak. Yeah, and this is... Where do you where do you put your best Same players? Same with Mills. Where do you put your best players, Mads? In the middle. In the middle. Right? He's spending a lot of forward because... And this bloke deserves a whack. Sam Reid. On 800000 a year. And he's under... Unacceptable. And he's under no pressure. No external pressure to perform. He, he hasn't been on the park for the last two years. And for a bloke to consistently run under the ball like he does and misjudge it's his like marks, it's, his, it's like it's a new sport to him. So it does. Look, but when he gets it right, we know how good he is. But Put him in the ruck. Put him in the ruck. You, he's, he's, been, he's been in the yeah, ruck. Yeah, and he was all right in the ruck yeah. on the weekend. Put Sinclair forward, put Reed in the ruck. But the, Leave he, him there all day. He, he needs some pressure on him. So I think you you make a really good point. He does need some pressure on him. And this is, I think, what it all boils down to and why I think we've been seeing the mediocrity. Because none of them have any pressure on them whatsoever from any media. That's how the media sack coaches. Football clubs don't sack coaches. The media sack coaches. I mean, you tell me. You tell tell me how, how many articles have been written in the Daily Telegraph actually picking apart and analysing where we're going wrong and why it's a game plan issue, not a personnel issue. There are none. You know, look at the, exactly. There's no none talking about our game style or anything like that. All the articles that are, that are getting written at the moment, it's all, oh, the Swans have been so good for so long, it's falling apart now. There's nothing of substance actually at the way we play footy. Yeah. And... Look, the boys shouldn't need that to fire up like that. But no, but it forces change. It does. That's the thing. It does, and I, I just think there's a there's a few. We got a few passengers at the moment, and it's it's got to change, and it's got to turn around pretty quick, Tommy. I'll tell you who weren't passengers. I'll tell you who blokes who gave it a real crack. Nick Newman, Dean Towers, Harry Marsh, Dan Robinson, Gary Rowan, Dan Hannanbury, 
Alex Johnson. Guys who gave it a real crack every time they went out there to pull on the Bloods jumper. Turfed. It's it's some interesting Man. names, Tommy. Oh, look, you got to make these changes. There's a lot of those names. I I wholeheartedly agree with. They'd all be in the side right now. They'd all they'd all get a game right now. Not Dan Hanbury. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> Hannah's, on, Hannah's on one leg, so yeah, he's, yeah. He, he can't play, and AJ can't either. But the rest of them would all be in there. Yeah, they, they, you tell they, me Dan they, Robinson would no, be no, in the no, team no, right no, now. Yeah. Wholeheartedly, you'd be getting agree. an opportunity for sure. But a lot of those players you talk about there, they are. They're fringe you, players. You're fringe role players. Yeah. The depth is what we need yeah, right now. and that's probably what we're lacking. You, you, you're right, but unfortunately that, that's part of footy. But We're, we're, we're at a, a, a point in time at the moment where our experience, the gap between our experienced and our inexperienced players is very, very wide, especially with Grundy, McVeigh, Nick Smith, um, yeah, let, let's why. just talk about like that that's, back that's, six for a little bit. That, that, they are the strongest back six, and we, we lauded them all last year of how composed and how well they set up. When you take almost 500 games combined worth of experience out of there, there's going to be teething issues, let's be honest. Yeah, and there, there was a Sydney Swans post the other, other day. It's like, what did you take out of the game? It was, I think it was our game against... Um, Oh, I can't even remember which game it was now. But I sort of made comment of missing McVeigh and Grundy. And all my comments, the comments that came to the post were, they're not our future, blah, 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 this type of thing. And fair enough, yeah, they're not going to be there forever. But when you take two experienced players like Grundy and McVeigh, and Nick Smith as yeah. well, yeah. Off that, that role of the halfback that... He just shows people where to go and plays that role every week. Gee, it's underrated. Especially and if we persist with the game style that we want to persist with. Exactly right. And that, that cool, calm, collected kick from... Just experienced heads. Exactly right. And we're, we're really missing that. And that's probably where we sort of managed to get a few not convincing wins last year, but just got the job done, got the four points last year. The difference with not having that experience in the team now... In the back line, we're conceding more goals and we're losing more games. But that means without that experience, you can't play the game that comes back to the game style. Exactly without right. that experience in the team, you need to let the current team play, play in a way, way that's going to advantage their uh, style and play with a bit of freedom. They're lacking confidence. Okay, so now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. That's therein lies our issue because we are playing the same game style with, with completely personnel. different personnel. And it's not working, lo and behold. That is the reason why we are a pathetic football team right now. And it's, it, it, I think footy clubs say when a player is injured, yeah, there's going to be someone to step up into the role, which is how it should be, Matt. But reality. When it's three, four players out of one part of the ground, the, the proof's in the pudding there. And the, the coaching staff have to have a look at this. It, it, there has to be – something has to change. We can't keep playing this type of football and turning the ball over like we are. Very lucky to get over the line against Carlton. Very lucky. It's a, it's, it seems a bloody long time since I was talking words of wisdom, boys. It does. And it seems like months ago. But something's got to change, and – I just hope we see that directive this week against the Giants because they are a good footy team. They're, they're coming off a loss and they're going to be out for blood. They can smell a, a vulnerable Swans team out there and they'll want to bury us, boys. So I hope something changes from uh, the, the boys upstairs, that's for sure. For a, for a young side, they're being told to play in such a rigid, controlled manner and they need to be able to find their own feet and get a bit of confidence in themselves or they're going to make these mistakes. They're going to fumble. They're going to handball to blokes under pressure. They're going to not want the ball in their hands. You know who did that? Where we where, Sorry, I'll rephrase. Do you know when we last saw something like that? When Rusey took over from Rodney Eade with the last 10 games, he essentially let everyone do what they want. Yep. And we're unbelievable. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if that's what we need, Mads. There's still got to be... No, I'm, the, not, saying, I'm yeah, not saying I'm not saying. I'm not saying get a new coach yeah. right now. 
no. I'm saying with the way it's going, unless it changes, we're going to need a new coach because what we're doing isn't working. I'm not saying sack horse right now. Yeah. I'm not saying that. But they need to. there needs to be some freedom given to our players. Play on with reckless yeah. abandon and don't worry about if you... Because it can't really get worse, right? Can't really get worse. Well, you're turning over the ball anyway. Yeah. So let's get them to not worry about turning over the ball and see how they go. See, what I'd like to see is us go back to the contested style footy. I This is where I think we have been bullied from a media perspective is the hard, contested, yeah. ugly football. It starts with tackling, right? It does. And it, it's contested footy, and that's what we're bloody good at. But we've been sort of pressured into not playing that hard brand footy lockdown and slingshot football because people want to see pretty f- games of footy. But and I think that, with this 666 rule, it's hard to play that that sort of style to the extent that we're used to. I mean, you look like... You look that's at, only from a centre bounce, Tommy. Yes, but the centre bounce is critical at the moment. Oh, and I mean, we're trying to play man, three though. steps ahead of the centre bounce by trying to set up the numbers behind the ball. But you're still man on man. You can still play a really tough contested style of footy just playing man on man. You honestly can. I mean that's it's the way it's actually the way footy's meant to be played. Everybody in their position at the bounce. That's the way it's meant to be. Do Brisbane and St Kilda and Gold Coast play the toughest, most contested No, no but their, their, their team doesn't necessarily suit that. They yeah. they suit the slingshot type situation. No, we, we don't have enough pace. We don't. We don't have yeah. enough pace for that as well. That's the other. That's the other major issue. I just think our most effective footy is when we're playing the tough brand, and then we open up the game for five or ten minutes, and we kick those quick goals, and then we lock the game down again. Yeah, you go. You go on back into a, a style that used to be played, but it, I think it's something to look at. I, I like looking at St Kilda as an example this year, where for the last few years, you know, Alan Richardson's been smashed for you know having a bit of a brainless game style. It kind of works right now. You look at you know the last few years, Jack Stephen gets the ball out of the middle, wins the contested ball, runs 10 metres, bombs it into the forward half. Last year, you'd see the Hawthorne cluster at the back. You'd see our back six set up really well behind the ball, take the intercept, control the game off half-back, and then get it going the other way. Whereas this year with this 6-6-6 rule, you see Jack Stephen do the same thing, wins a contested ball, runs 10 metres, bombs it into the forward half, and then you've got Josh Bruce in a one-on-one and Tim Membry in a one-on-one, and they're just capitalising on that situation. Well, I, I think we can take possibly a little bit out of that and... Let's not think lateral. Let's not think wide. Let's not think up their guts. Let, yeah, let's let's just well, put sinkers at full forward and bomb it to him. <laughs> can I can I just say though, the six 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 it shouldn't disadvantage us. We have key marking forwards there that that should theoretically be one on one. So again, structure. That's why I think sinkers needs to be down there, and why for some reason. Sam Reid looks like he's been playing football for three months. Yeah, and there, this is where we need to see the structural change is. Well, we've spoken about it, and this is what I think. Darcy Cameron in, sinkers down into the forward line, swapping in and off the ruck. Buddy on the halfback. Buddy on the halfback. Buddy's, Buddy in the middle. And he's he's moving well. bit lazy for mine, as I've mentioned, but we've, we've got to utilise him in a bigger capacity. Uh, it's a bit of a. Dis- I, I think we're getting somewhere. We're, we're, we're slowly getting there. It's a bit of a discombobulated rant, but um, but yeah, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of thoughts going everywhere, isn't there? But but still, you know, it's all good quality discussion that uh, that needs to be said in the in the heat of a tough situation that we're trying to work our way out of after being on top for so long. It's hard. It's hard to fathom everything that's going on. And I'm feeling a bit better, boys. Be it's, better. Get, it's off the chest, and we can move on. Give it a crack next week and see how we go, Tommy. Let's beat the Giants. Beat the Giants. Uh, all right, so let's get to the votes for the True Bloods Player of the Year. Votes versus the Taggers. Uh, Taggers. And the one vote was the skipper, JP Kennedy. 
oh, one of the coach keepers, um, and he had an improved performance on the weekend. Won a fair bit of contested ball. Uh, he had a he's had a relatively slow start to the season, but I thought he was he was pretty good on the yeah. weekend. Not at his absolute best by any means, but no, nah, but he, he's, he's in better. winning that contested ball, getting the ball out. He's he's yeah. doing his job in there, working hard, working hard. That's it. Uh, the two vets, Zach Jones, my man. Again, yes, Jonesy. I reckon I saw keep taking the game on, son. Uh, Correct. We love it here at the True Bloods. I honestly reckon I saw him turn it over seven or eight times. Really costly turnovers, but keep doing it because eventually people will follow suit. It's the way the game needs to be played. Straight up the middle, go for a run, kick the ball. He just sometimes holds on to it too. Love you, Zach. We love you. We do love him. Keep showing that mongrel, Jonesy. We love it. And the three vote. So I don't know if Deebles will be all that happy with one because you gave him a whack, but uh, four goals for the great man, the greatest of all time. I think I screamed that out a few times uh, on the weekend. <laughs> just on that, don't Richmond just have the biggest group of nuffy supporters oh, in history? Gee, they were flogs. Me and Mads were there together. Um, it just right behind the Richmond faithful, and they were they were just hell to deal with. Yeah, hell, hell on earth. That being said, I probably wasn't much better. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the Budwa three votes for the great man. Uh, just just on me being held to deal with. <laughs> apologies to Debs. It was taking a lovely young lady to the footy uh, the other night, and I was probably a little bit sourced and and just uh, got a bit carried away in front of that pairing. Um, <laughs> no worries, Tommy. I'll I'll uh, pass on the apologies, mate. Thanks. Well, she'll be listening, Debs. Oh, you never you never know your luck in the big city. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, the four votes. Uh, a young man that I'm really taking a liking to. Um, Jay Dawson. Yeah, Jay Bloody Dawson. Earth. Jay Dawson. Hey, star. He's a, he's he's pretty good. As we, he, his body. He could play any. He could prototype. play anyway. He's the prototype yeah. for footy. He was great on the weekend. He, he was one of the, the only guys who was actually did some damage by foot. He's got a good shoe on him, and I reckon we can definitely utilize that. And I really liked him on a wing. Didn't he get dropped three weeks ago? Yeah, because he was playing centre-half forward and was absolutely nowhere. Yep. Doing his own thing a bit instead of following That's it. Bit structure. See, so, yeah, he's had a, what, what you think we should be doing, Tommy, a bit more freedom. A little bit of freedom in the Jordan It'd Dawson nice. style of game. It'd be nice. Uh, and the five votes were clearly our best player and uh, held Tom Lynch to bugger all throughout the night. The co-captain, D. Rampy at fullback. He's got another big job this week. We'll get to that um, when we do the preview of the Giants game. But uh, he was just... Absolutely phenomenal. He he's he's not an unsung hero here at True Bloods. We bloody love him. He's fantastic, and he got the job done on a power forward. And it's it's great to see. And he he's absorbing more pressure than anyone because he's sort of part of that six which absorbed so much pressure last year. And they basically kept us in the half hunt last year. And we we've said it, and we'll say it again. It's the back six are losing that experience. He's got a lot of responsibility, and to play a game like that, um, hats off to Ramps. It's actually never been more critical that he continues that leadership and that no-nonsense, get the ball, get it out of there, stifle forwards. You know, it's it's just never been more important that that continues. So um, yep. right behind Ramps, that's for sure. And to the leaderboard, that has Lloyd on 14 votes leading the way from Jones on 10 in second place, uh, Heaney on 8 in third, Sinclair in fourth on 7 votes, Franklin and Rampy tied for 5th on 6, Florent, Lear, Kennedy tied for 6 on 5 votes, Dawson's moved up to 4, Parker on 3, Papley 1, McVeigh 1. We're going to take a break here on True Bloods, have a little bit of a breather, and we'll be back with a little bit of fun after this. G'day guys, it's Rob and Adrian from Podular Media. I run The Sash, a filthy Essendon podcast. And I run The Debrief, a snobby Melbourne podcast. But don't hold that against us. We help create True Bloods. Even though I still have nightmares about Gary Rowan. And even though we haven't beaten the Swannies in almost a decade. But these blokes are the real deal of South Melbourne heritage. And we got it off the ground because we love good 
footy content. So if you're a fan of the Swannies and True Bloods, or you just love podcasts and you want to learn more about how Podular Media can help create a podcast for you or your business, call 0488-0555-14 or email adrian at podularmedia.com. Imagine if Troy Luff had his own podcast. No, 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 mate. Imagine if LRT had a podcast. <sighs> well... <laughs> Anyway, let's get back to True Bloods. Welcome back to True Bloods now, as we like to do every week on the show. We have a bit of a social question. We pose a question to the True Bloods faithful and we ask for your responses on our True Bloods Facebook page. We love the faithful. We do love the faithful. The faithful gets around us and we like that. Um, And the question that we posed this week was, all is not well. How would you go about fixing the current issues that we face? And there are plenty of responses. On the, uh, on the Facebook page uh, to your questions. And we're going to read out a couple of those right now. Uh, Gary Bomber-Murray said, bottom out, put games into the kids. Let, let them have some flair. Play the kids. We're not going to make it this year, so let's develop. Early draft pick would be handy. The Eagles went down for a year and they bounced back very quick. Now, Bomber's packed it in. Yeah, Bomber has packed it in, but is there merit? Is there merit of to that? Of course there is, Tommy. Absolutely. There's a there's a lot against it though too, Matt. Yeah, I no, feel. absolutely, of course. I feel uh, like it. It's an early a, call, isn't it? It is. He's got a bit premature, but like, there, I understand where he's coming. There, from. There's some slight etching on the wall at the moment, but it's not fully written out. If you know what I mean, boys. Jeez, mate, I reckon it's being spray painted currently, but that's where we differ. Um, <laughs> some fi- final touches <laughs> being applied, Mads. <laughs> Pick it's one. the roof of the Sistine Chapel, mate. How long has um, it been since we had a pick one? Well, I mean, yeah, but you could argue we, we've always done well with the academy. You know what I mean? Like, there's no reason there's that Heaney couldn't have been, there. you know, top five. Yep. Yeah. You know, so I don't think we've been that hard done by in that regard. Um, but look, I again, I, I don't think there's ever been a point where we haven't played the kids I think we've we've constantly blooded new new kids, yeah. even when we were playing in grand finals. Yeah, we've spoken about that in previous pods. The the amount of young players we have played, it's definitely like we're not. But yeah, there's but we some, dropped Blakey on the weekend. We dropped McInerney. Yeah, yeah. It's do you stick with them and they they learn a bit more. But um, yeah, points points from Bomber, and we'll uh, we'll take them on board here at the absolutely at True Bloods. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, Brendan Fitzpatrick. This is what he said, and I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna respond in kind. Stop the relentless shit canning on social media for a start. All the negativity would be getting back to the boys. If you keep hearing week in, week out that your team is useless, your coach is useless, and the team hasn't gotten a hope in hell this season from your own quote unquote supporters, effort is going to be at a minimum. We're all here. I think, because we love the Swans and we want to see them get up. So we all need to get behind them and give them the support that we should be. Mm. Brendan, it is imperative to understand. I, I completely agree with you. We don't spend hours of our time doing this every weekend because we don't love the Swannies. We absolutely bloody do. But being a supporter doesn't necessarily mean that you that it's all rainbows, sunshine and lollipops the entire time. It's okay to be realistic and give genuine feedback. Yeah, you have to. You have to. You we are not nuffies. There, there are there are nuffy supporters out there. Everybody knows what a nuffy is. Just yeah, go the twenties, red and white, no matter what. Shut up. Because this is where we're at at the moment. It, it needs to be talked about. Conversation as a, needs as, to be as had. A, as a genuine, if you do love the club, you will ask these questions because it, it benefits all of us. I am not happy at the moment. Tommy's not happy. Debs isn't happy. Phil. Betty's not happy. It's pathetic. And we, we want to open up conversations where we can try and figure this out. And as for the players not putting in effort because they get negative feedback, that is absurd. That is ridiculous. Oh, I'm just going to pack it in because people are a bit negative about me. You're a professional athlete. Play the game. Madison Clark. Jesus. Very, very good, Mads. But, I mean, I, I understand where he's coming from. 
You've got to, no. You've, yeah, you've no, got you to, You've got to. You've got to be measured and calculated in what you say, and how you execute the the feedback. You you can't just be like, oh, it's dark and offer up no reasons as to why. Yeah. But I mean, come on. I I think people are just a bit precious. Absolutely. That's it. There's a, there's a lot of people who just don't want to hear it and they're just like, oh, you can't say yeah. a bad thing yeah. about horse and you can't say a bad thing about it's, the it's, club. It's but, that bloody like, closed Sydney Swans group. It is, it is rife. It's there. a shocker in there. Yeah, yeah. it's a shocker. But yeah. but no, thank you. Thank you for your, your feedback, Brennan. And I hope I hope you can't understand where I'm coming from as well. Beautiful. Well said, Mads. Well, I'm going to go with uh, Chris Horton. We've actually already touched on this, boys, and that's why I'm, I'm going to go with it. He's gone with, I do like the idea of Cameron coming in the ruck with uh, the Chief going forward, but he would probably get monstered by Mumford. Cameron getting monstered by Mumford. Yes, that's probably right. But Chief going forward. Bang. Tommy's calling for it. And this is the thing. We can deal with Mumford. Mumford's not the player that he once was. Yep. Right? Sausage. Yeah, he's going to be tough um, physically. Around the contest, but we we can definitely deal with him. Um, and I just think the dynamic that Darcy Cameron will create, true ruckman there, Chiefs not buddy busting out a hundred percent every week with nothing more to give for the week well, after. Yeah, you know, and if it's not Darcy Cameron, then for Christ's sake, put. Reed in the ruck because Reed's doing nothing so, at full I, forward, I think, and he was good in the ruck on the weekend. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree, but. We're dealing with damaged goods here. Now, he has a body that is becoming more painfully obvious. Yeah, well... well. (laughs) Uh, It's it's true, though. It's true. It's true. But if if his rig's not ready to go, don't play the bloke. You can't can't tread around on the eggshells. Well, is Reedy going to break down? If he does, he does. But we'll whack him and we'll whack him again. He's got a bloody lift. 100%. And so, Sammy. Going in the ruck this lift. week. You're going in the ruck and you'll bloody lift this week, all right? <laughs> Directly from Deeps. Thanks, mate. Uh, thanks for everyone's feedback on the uh, on the social question. I don't know if we'll get too many responses from now on. If we're going to belt them like that every week. No, thank you, everyone, for your responses. We do, we do love the responses on we're the We're not whacking anyone. Oh, I just want to make that clear. We're not whacking anyone. Yeah, we're, this just, is just, we're just really animated at the moment because it's, it's sad it's, what's it's happening. Bloody, it's emotional times, boys. We love the club and it's just not happening. But we're hurting. And we'll, we'll discuss it. Our views will get through. To the coaching box, and we're going to make change as a group. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's have a bit more fun. I reckon. Let's make this a little bit more lighthearted. We've we've had the social question. We've had we've had our rant off the top. Uh, we do have a preview to do later, so we'll get serious again in a moment. But for now, let's enjoy a little bit of a game that I like to call oh, oh, oh. "Who Wears Who Wore." <laughs> who wears Who Wore True Bloods? Love that, boys. That's very good. We, we, we should run that every week before Who Wears Who Wore. All right. Bloody well, Will. We are going to. All right, so Who Wears Who Wore this week. Okay, what number am I going to go with? There's, uh, there's a few good numbers out there. That, uh... All right. All right, so explain the rules again for, for those who haven't heard the last two shows of, of Who Wears Who Wore. Who Wears Who Wore and Who Wears Who Wears. It's a game where I name uh, players' number and the other people have to guess uh, which player wore that number. It's a pretty simple game. So uh, we'll go with the who wears who wears first, which is a current player, and then we'll go with the who wears who wore, which is a past player. So who wears who wears number 11 for the... Tommy Tom Papley. Yes, holes in first. I'll take that point. He's going to give that to Deebles. Okay, now... I'll let's, let him have it. Who wears who wore number 11 for the 20s? Stewie Maxfield. Bang, Mads. Yes. Very nice. One all. One all. All right, all right. I'll go with a, a tiebreaker. Ooh. Jesus. Stakes have never been higher. They haven't. Who wears who wore number 11 for the Sydney Swans? 11. <sighs> Who's the last 11 before yeah, Papley? before Papley. It'll break this tie. No, I know. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. Also worked as a coach at the club. Was it Jeremy Laidler? 
Oh, well done. Yes. Well done. Yes. It is Jeremy Layla. Well done, so Mads. Mads gets the chockies for who wears who wears who wears who wore with two points to one. <laughs> so we will move on uh, to the third segment and we'll be back after a short break here on True Blood. You're listening to True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans band podcast. Welcome back to True Bloods. Now, this week we've got a massive game coming up, the Sydney Derby. Sydney Derby 17 versus the GWS Giants, Saturday night at the SCG. Round six action in the AFL. Are we any chance here, boys? Can we knock off the Giants? Nah. Uh, you- I'm just joking. <laughs> of, course, <laughs> yeah. of course we're a bloody yeah, chance. We're a bloody chance. We'll probably come out and win. That's it. And when that's what we want. We just that's want to see want. some positivity. That's, that's all. It's from just the boys. endeavor. I just want to see heart of the contest from the opening bounce. I don't want to see disinterested looks. I want to see an even contribution from everyone. We need to stop the rot. And where the rot started was the last time that we played these blokes in the elimination final last year where we kicked four goals, 6.30 for the day. And the Giants had 29 scoring shots and knocked us out of the finals. They said in the media this week that that doesn't drive them. I call absolute bullshit on that. It should drive them. It should. It doesn't. I mean, you you should want to make amends for that. You're definitely old man. You're definitely old man. And I've got a bit of a... A job for our previous best on ground winner in D Rampy to really take care of Jeremy Cameron this week. And not last year, I think it could have been the year or the year before that, really got hold of Rampy. And I think that's the first time he was beaten in a long time that yeah, day. Convincingly. Convincingly. Yep. I think he kicked five or six on him. And I think he still owes him one yep. for that. And he's the type of player who can take Jeremy Cameron on. And really give him a bath, and that and that's what we want. We need we need that to happen to really get on top of an all Australian player like that, and don't give him that influence in the game. And all the the big battle also is going to be in that midfield when you have got the likes of Josh Kelly and Tim Taranto um, running around in the middle. Um, I think our player, our midfield, really needs to crack in there and not. Let them get that uh, that first use of the pill. It's bloody Canelio. Canelio. That, that, I was I'm, searching for I'm, another name and that was I am, man's. Yep. He, he is a force to be reckoned with. How do you say his name? Is it Canelio or Caniglio? Ooh, I'll you go say with it Canelio. however you want. <laughs> I'll go with like the Neaffle. You, yeah, exactly. Well, kind of, but the Neaffle's wrong. Um, <laughs> um, he's a freak. What do you reckon, head-to-head with him or...? Yeah, it's funny. We tend to... We always tend to go to Whitfield and we really... I think either George probably goes to him off half-back and really watches um, Whitfield, but I I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, Yeah, look... Can you go so damaging? He definitely needs some attention. And when you've got him and Kelly in there, you either got to go to one of them and I think Cornelio's in the um, better form. So I would be going... Um, head to head with him personally, with a with the likes of George. George, yeah, he's been down the last couple of weeks. Has been, but um, he's always a chance to. I I just don't feel like he's getting that hard tagging role, or at least I don't notice it that he's all over a player. Mm. So it hasn't, hasn't been a lot of purpose to yeah George's game this that's year. That's what I mean, and I think yeah. that's what a, a player like really George needs. He needs uh, yeah. that go and do this job. And go win your own footy too, which he does, and he's done. He did on various occasions. Just last year. Uh, for mine, he's looked a bit lost this year. But yeah, it could be a really good way to say, "Hey, George, this is your assignment tonight. Either you keep Cornelio not having an impact, and you'll get a tick for sure." And the, yeah, the the back six are going to have their um, their work cut out. Finn Layson up there, Himmelberg, and as we said, Jeremy Cameron. Um, they're definitely going to have some work to do. But that, the, the, the other end is where we can really exploit them and know Phil Davis. Correct. Huge. Himmelberg plays quite well on Buddy um, historically, but 
This could be... Himmelberg going to line up back or forward, do you reckon? He'll have to go back. back. He'll have to he'll now. Have to, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, Phil Davis, big out, big out. They're, we've been saying it for weeks that where we can do damage is up forward, but that's not happening at the moment. We miss Haywood. Well, it needs to happen this week. If we're going to beat them, it needs to happen this week. Uh, and there's a lot of responsibility on that on that front six to really get some goals going. Without Haywood, gee, we've looked, we've, we've really missed we've him. Missed Haywood. He's that second. Easy. He played nearly plays as that second well, tall. He's probably our best forward. He's our most consistent forward. Unfortunately, it forces Heaney to spend more time forward. And that's because Ronk's done bugger all. If Ronk had actually been bobbing up with sort of three, how's that you for could a just fight? As good as Bud is, Haywood is our most consistent 100%, forward. 100% he is. Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. Sam Reid needs to kick four. As you said, lift. He's got to lift. Or Chief needs to kick four, and Sam Reid needs to ruck. Ruck. That could be a good question for the faithful. If you'd make that move. I'd make that move. Uh, are we going to seems like a more dangerous Are we going to see Darcy Cameron ever? Yeah, is he or, out yeah, of favour? Is he out of favour? Does horse just not like him? I'd love to see him just have a nice little run of six yeah, or seven yeah, well, games. One game go. last year? Yep. Give him the next six games. And he was just games. omitted. Give him the next six, seven games. That'd be good. Just or, make, it, or Toby Pink. Toby Pink. Well, you know, we've got this bloke on our list. You know, let's give him a go. Let's see how he goes. Big, big body fella can sort of chip in as your second ruck and go... Go tall forward or tall back. Give him a go. And yeah. this is this is where we talk about a situation, right? We need to come out with a big bang to resurrect our season. We change some structure. We play two ruckmen, stretch them up back for height, and dominate them in the aerial contest. That's what we go in with a plan to do. I like that. Like, let's go and do it. Bring show our big boys, and that and that would just show to me as as a Swanee supporter, that they're out here to win games. I don't want to chuck in the season and not try and win every game. Not not, not saying that they're not going to go out there and try and win it, but that shows real intent. Changing what we normally do and going out and playing two Ruckman, stretch them up back and back in our midfields and and back to get it done and put the onus on our taller players to take the game by the scruff of the neck and get it done. Absolutely, Debs. I love where your head's at. That's it. Love it. Um, ins and outs, boys? Uh, I'd like to see Ronk go back for a spell. I yeah, don't th- Ronk needs I don't, some I don't think it would happen because they're going to have him in there for that forward pressure, that, you know, or wear two tackles inside the <laughs> forward 50 on the weekend. But seriously, that's, that's, why, that's why we love him. That's why that's, we've touted him so heavily. And that's why I don't think he'll go back, yeah. personally. Um, Hopefully they've given him a, a big Read him the right act though, Because that's not good enough Yeah I think I don't want to say this But I think Kieran Jack's days are numbered Yeah, Looks slow on the weekend <clears throat> yep. so He's been looked slow for a very long time But didn't influence the contest For mine Mads Agreed Tommy, Tommy McCann's a bit of a funny one He's probably going to be in and out Yes, if he's just not again the same thing impacting the contest Look, as poor, much as he poor should. bloke though he's getting thrown back, thrown forward, and it's not um, reactionary. He's, and he's probably not a natural swingman as well. It, 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 this is what I'm gonna. It, it's not reactionary. It's not. We're not struggling up back. So let's put Tommy McCartan up there. We're struggling up forward. Let's yeah. put Tommy out there. It's just sort of. Let's just try him in different. Try him places, in different yeah. positions. Exactly right. Um, I think Sam Reid should at least, if, if they're not going to risk it going 50-50 in the ruck with Sinclair, I think he should be playing in the back. Yeah. Because their yeah. forward line's dangerous. Yeah, and he, and he showed he can play that role. Yep. Spare in defence. He plays that quite well. That, that could get him Hopefully going. Hopefully he can take a few marks. But I think old Thurlow's out of the side this week. Yep. 100%. Out. Thurlow. Ronk. Jack. Mills. Oh. Oh, yep, now, there, now yeah. there's a name, Tom. Let's discuss that. And why is Millsy out of the team, mate? For yours. For mine, Millsy has not quite shown the level of leadership required that we need him to at the moment. Wholeheartedly we, agree. We, we've needed him to be 
a leader, a leader in this. I know he's a young player. I know he's a young player, but we've needed him to lead from the front this year, and he's looked like a bloke going through the motions a little bit, and I reckon might just need a little bit of a clip, bit of a week off in the twos. Reality check, you reckon? Bit of a reality bit, check, yeah, that's a good, good way to put it. Bit of a Bryce Gibbs yep. yeah. type thing. Yep, yep. So there, there's my changes. Hopefully they just Thurlow. have the balls to do it, though. Yep. Thurlow, Ronk, Jack, Mills out. Who's in? Fox, Melican, Blakey, Cameron. I like it. I like it. How did Melican yep. go on the weekend? He was named in the best, Lewis Melican, in, in the NAFL. Wow. And, and uh, we'll get to the, the NAFL report in just, in just a moment. The NAFL report, rather. Well, it's a quality competition, so he should be coming right in. <laughs> Is there a bit of sarcasm there? <laughs> <laughs> it's the most garbage joke of a competition in Australia. We should be playing in the VFL as South. I would be there every weekend. We know that definitely gets a run every weekend. <laughs> we'll yeah. keep getting a run until it happens. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah, I liked um, Robottom on the weekend, so yep. I think he holds his position. Keep him. Um, Ryan Clark, he's, I think, feel like he's going to be in and out all year. But, um, yeah, that's where we see a few changes this week, and hopefully uh, that brings about a bit of a more spirited performance with some real intent. So, yeah, I want to see that structure change. That's just what I want to see. I want a lot of contact. I want a lot of tackles. Physicality, man. Physicality. Yeah. I always, one of my worst memories is the qualifying final against GWS. Yeah, they monstered us, didn't they? I don't want to ever see that again. again. I don't want to do that to them, ideally. Mumford, it was Mumford who was the whole instigator yeah. of that. Really pissed me off, Debs. Yeah, it's one of those things. If you come out at one and one and four and you go out and go with this big physical thing and get torn up, and yeah, it looks shocking. Yep. Okay, so let's do our little report of the Neafl. Uh We played against the Redland Bombers, won by seven points, just scraped home against the Redland Bombers, who haven't been world beaters in the Neafl competition over the last few years. Um, we were down at three-quarter time, kicked five goals to two in the last quarter to just sneak home by that margin of seven points. Best on ground was Nick Blakey who kicked two goals and uh, was named our number one best player. James Bell, Colin O'Reardon, Lewis Millican, Sam Wicks and Nick Brewer uh, were all featured in the best players. Uh, Toby Pink kicked a goal. James Rose kicked a goal. Riley Stoddart kicked a goal. Colin O'Reardon kicked a goal. So there's there's a few names there. Joel Amate I'd like to see uh, Colin Colin O'Reardon back in as well. I feel just he's a little bit more composed than Malikin. Yeah. I'll definitely agree with you there, man. No doubt. Matty Ling played, which is a yes. great thing as well. We like that. How did he go? Oh, uh, well, he wasn't named in the best, but he uh, uh-huh. he, he played. Yeah, had the, had the twenty odd, I think, Mad. So <laughs> went all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he had. I think he had limited minutes and and uh, got through the game fine. Why? So. Yeah, I'm just happy he played because yeah. again, we've got depth there. We've just also had a bit of a rough run with injuries. So. Menzel. Uh yeah. Did he come back in through the navel? Nope. Now, Man- no, he, no, that's this weekend. That's yeah, this weekend. All right, good. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. There's definitely some uh, Neafl action that the True Bloods will be interested in. See how our recruit Daniel you Menzel what, goes in Tell you what, my dad is not Daniel Menzel's biggest fan. Well, not, not that he doesn't like Daniel Menzel. He just thinks it's stupid that we picked him up. And I can understand where he's coming from because uh, when he did the other ankle injury, it's like... Jeez, what was the point? Yeah, like that adds to our stellar. Just on, just on that, and people that we've picked up, and people that we haven't in the last few years. You look at uh, Daniel Menzel and Ryan Clark and Jackson Thurler, and then you household look, names. Uh, yeah, and then you look at uh, the likes of Braden Pruce, who just wasn't looked at to target. Like I'm, uh, and in prior years, you look at well, Scott Lysett, there's another one who, who we didn't target. We let Port Adelaide get him. And in previous years, Jared Witts, who's now the captain of the Gold Coast. A couple of big boys, big, hulking, aggressive, physical blokes that could really 
have uh, added a fair bit to our side. And, and we know that, you know, Naismith is on the list. He's still not going to be available. He'd be very handy to have. He'd love to have Sam Naismith in there right now. That'd be really good, real boost for the side so we could have him in. Uh, he's still a little while away. But just on, yeah, just on picking up blokes like Menzel um, instead of picking up some big, scary boys <laughs> that can put some fear in the opposition. What are our thoughts on that? Yeah, I definitely. Oh, I agree with you. Yes, Tommy. Yes, Tommy. But yeah, I'm. I'm actually my. Uh, my mother is a, a very, uh, very passionate Geelong supporter. So uh-huh. I'm sick of. She's laughing to the bank. She's got rid of Menzel. I'm happy with that. No picked forward pressure there. Gaz. And picked up five gold gas. So I'm sick of hearing about it. So. Recruiting team, pick up your game. Lift. Lift Kinnear. You've done a very good job for a very long time. but We're not ready to clip Kinnear yet, are we? <laughs> no. Ice is getting thinner, Kinnear. Thin. Um, <laughs> okay, let's get to the tips. Uh, Wednesday, April 24, Richmond versus Melbourne. This game is already underway and the Tigers are winning, so I'm going to go with Richmond. They are actually not. Oh, Melbourne, oh score up. Melbourne are up by eight points. Okay, half-star. I'm going to change my tip. Go the D's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go. I'll back the Tigers. Tigers. Uh, Essendon versus Collingwood. Anzac Day, Thursday, April 25th, 3.20 p.m. The Collingwood Magpies. Dons, for me, they're coming into some form after a slow start. Dylan Shield, superstar. How good was he on the weekend? Yeah, he's good. The extra, extra day's break is going to serve the pies well, I think. I reckon Collingwood get it done. Yep. Uh Port Adelaide and North Melbourne, 7.20pm um, over in Adelaide on Friday night. Uh, I can't tip either side with real confidence, but I'm, I said I'll never tip North again, so Port Adelaide for me. I'll, I'll tip Port Adelaide with the utmost confidence. Port Adelaide. Port Adelaide have been a little bit yeah, shaky. Knocked over the pre- Premier's over at the... They did do that. ...at the Optus Stadium. Yeah, so not many do that. That's good enough for me, Thomas. Yeah, we did that last year. We won't do it this year. Bloody oath, we did. Um, Saturday, April 27th, the Gold Coast Suns taking on the Brisbane Lions, 1.45pm at Metricon. This should Ooh, be a great Q game. Clash. A Q clash. This is probably the most important Q clash that there's been so far. Yep. And Brisbane will romp at home. Yeah, the extra days break again, I think, is going to assist the Lions. I think the Brisbane train's slowing up a little bit. Oh, Still is. moving forward, but I'm going to back the Gold Coast. Yep. yep. Okay. Uh, St Kilda and Adelaide, Marvel, 4.35 on the same Saturday. Sainers. Crowies. Oh, and the Saints. <laughs> I like the Saints this year. Go the Saints. Um, Fremantle and the Western Bulldogs, 6.10pm over Who in the West. Who cares? Freo, yeah. though. Rio, way to go. Heave-ho. Um, Sunday, April 28, Hawks and the Blue Baggers at 3.20pm. Uh, Blues coming in with a bit of form. That actually could be a pretty good game. Yeah, it could. Going to back the Blue Baggers. Yeah. Although Hawthorne were coming hard at the Cats. Yeah, Hawkers. Hawkers easy. Not easy. They're not that good. They're good, but they're not that good. Rat da 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 da. Yeah, Blues. Um, Geelong. Your old mob, Tommy. <laughs> Your old mob. Hey, they're looking good right now. Um, Might have to swap back. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say I did really enjoy their win on the weekend. Yeah, it's good. Uh, the Cats and the Eagles, uh, 4.40 p.m. at GMHBA on a Sunday. Sunday night game, Geelong and Sunday West Coast. Night. Sunday night, Geelong and West Coast. Well, Sunday yeah, afternoon. they've just had to like, give them the Twilight. Time. Yeah, Twilight the, down at the Cattery. That's going to be a vile crowd down there um, <laughs> if the Eagles are up and about. Yep. I don't, I don't think you'll hear a goal when it, go, when it goes through there. I don't think there'll be too much support down there for the yeah. West Coast. I reckon Geelong get out to a nice little start. They get a nice little five-goal lead. And then West Coast come back and win and just right. deathly silence down there at the Cattery. Much That'd like great. What, what we did to them. Yes. Yes, much like much like the, the remember ten years ago, well maybe twelve years ago, the Eagles did that. They went down to the Cattery, yeah. and it was that old that old oh six sort of mob with yeah. the Daniel Chicks and Adam Hunters and that sort of lot down there, and they um yeah they came back from ten goals down to beat the Cats down there. Yeah. I, I reckon there'll be there's something funny about when those two waters. sides. Yeah, something funny about when those two sides play. I reckon. And um, my waters, my waters are feeling. I'll tip the cats down at the cats. Yeah, so (laughs) why? Nah, the Eagles. They'll get done. Uh, I hate the cats. Um, Sydney Swans and GWS. The final one. Bloods show something now. 
I'm still with them. Yep, 100%. I'm, always will be. I'm believing. It's a, it's a bit more with my heart than my head at the moment, but come on, boys. Show me something. Go the horse. Go the bud. Go Heens. Go JPK. Go Parks. Go Ramps. Go Chief. Come on, boys. Get, a, <laughs> get around them. Up the Swannies. Up the Swannies. Go the Bloods. Yeah. All right. That's probably enough. We've really carried on tonight. It's been a little bit of a all-over-the-place show, but that's what happens when you start losing and you haven't lost for a long time. This has been True Bloods, the number one Sydney Swans fan podcast, and that is it. Come the Mighty Bloods for this Saturday night against GWS, and make sure you check us out on all the social channels, iTunes, Wooshka, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks to Madison Clark and Dave Baxter, as always. No worries, Tom. Tommy, thank you. Hopefully we come back here next week with a big Swannies win to talk about against the Giants in the Derby, Derby 17. Get around it. Saturday night, as I just said. My name's Tom Flanagan. It's been a pleasure. We'll see you next week on True Bloods. Speaking words of wisdom. Up the Swannies. This has been a Podular Media Production.